what else can I do to help prevent this? How can we help other young people find and notice the signs of what a healthy and unhealthy relationship is to try to prevent something like this happening? So when we had heard about the organization and then had that incident happen inside the studio, it's like, okay, this is something that we can get behind. We employ many, many young women. And if we could get that opportunity to get in front of them and teach them these signs of how to both notice the signs and also how to be and be a good person in a relationship that we can start to make a difference out there in the world. And hopefully prevent something like this from happening to them. And then they, in return, their moms, their families, they can teach their children. And we just thought it was a way that we could get out and try to start making the world a better place, even if it's on a small scale in our own communities and our own lash artists, that hopefully that would have a bigger impact overall. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, onto our show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, they panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is LashCast, your friend in the lash industry. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Fresh Souls and for Lash Fresh Souls. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we're excited to have Jennifer Blair on our podcast. Who is Jennifer? Well, she is the CEO of Deca Lash. Who is Deca Lash? Good question. Deca Lash is one of the largest lash brands or franchises in the United States today. And we're excited to have Jennifer come on and really just talk about who they are what they are, how they operate, some behind-the-scenes stuff, so you understand what this whole thing is about franchising because it's really a different way to go about doing lashes, right? A lot of you are solo artists. Some of you have salons, but not many of you know that there's another option. You could go down the franchise route, so she shares a little bit about that and also what they are, how they operate, some of their values. It's really a great insight into the franchise world of lashing or lashing franchising world, whatever however you want to put it. But also, Jennifer gets to talk about one of her passions, which is a charity called the One Love Foundation. And we're excited to have her talk about that and how, kind of like how they came about and all that. So anyhow, before we get into that interview, though, guess what, guys? We have announcements. Time for announcements. Okay, guys, for announcements, right now, there's not a ton going on. We're kind of in transition into the new year, but we are looking for sponsors right now for LashCon. So if you've been thinking about coming and be a sponsor, this is a time to notify us and get in touch with us. So email me at paul at lashcast.com or go to the show notes. You can find my email there and just let me know that you're interested and we'll put you on the list. We're first going to give you know, first dibs, you could say, to last year's group. But we are expanding the sponsor area, so there'll be a lot more opportunities. And you could probably just slip in and 
be one of our new sponsors for next year. It's going to be amazing. Huge new space. We've signed the, the deals. We're done. We're going to be there October 14th through the 16th of 2023 in Anaheim. 10-minute walk from Disneyland, guys. It's going to be amazing. So if you missed it, the ticket sale that we had just previous week, don't worry. We'll be back most likely late March, mid to late March. Probably more late March. <laughs> Could be April even, but I hope not. If we get our, everything done and all that, we have so much going on this year. Um, we hopefully have that up by late March, and then you can sign up then, and we have still plenty of tickets, especially the standard ticket, which we, I, you know, if we sell out, I'll be ecstatic, but we have a lot more space. This place is like three times the size of what we had in previous years, so don't worry. Um, lots of room, but I'm sure the VIP will be gone quickly when we release tickets last year they went out we're gone in less than 24 hours and we were already sold over a third of our tickets so um you do you'll want to save that date once we announce it so anyhow outside that tustin's um uh, last retention course we haven't announced the dates yet we'll have that soon as well as some additional things we're partnering possibly with a, a big trade show and some other companies with some really special things for you so be just stand by for some cool announcements in january and we can't wait to show you what we've been working on behind the scenes as well as last cast clubhouse which we are still working on that we announced that in um basically at LashCon, and that's just a chance for you to be really get to be more involved with us where we give you more content it's gonna be kind of a hybrid of coaching slash uh, a paid wall where you just get more access to us more information and, and more training and all the inside scoops and all of our old content that we've made and created so you can go back and watch videos of our trainings or not our trains but of our courses and all that that's all in the works too so that is coming sometime in probably january february so do not um if you've been waiting to, you know don't worry it's going to be coming it's still in the works we just spending many plates and one last thing we are looking to hire someone we're debating whether we should have someone local if you're here in the la area that's a Probably the best option, but we also are considering a virtual assistant or someone who works remotely. So if you're interested in working with us in some role more like assisting, helping us get content, scheduling, booking, all sorts of stuff that, you know, it'll be a very wide variety of job duties. How about that? Um, if you're local, great. And if you're even out there around the country, we're definitely open to the idea of working with you. So you can also email me at paul at lashcast.com if you're into that. All right. I think that's all I have for announcements. So so let's get into it where we sit down with Jennifer and talk about all things Decalash. Guys, we're in the Lash Cast Studios. Excited as always. We are here today with Jennifer Blair from Decker Lash. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We're really excited because you are the name or the face behind one of the biggest brands in the United States for lashes. Like you guys are everywhere. If you guys don't know DECA, so maybe we could start off just explain a little bit about you and your background and who is DECA Lash. Sure. I'll start off a little bit about personally me. I am a mother for a wife. We have two girls, two boys. And I was a stay-at-home mom for a while. Raising four kids was a lot and daycare is expensive and it just really didn't make sense uh, to do, you know, to do that with everything else that is, is, has to go on with being a mom as well. Um, so I stayed home for many years and then as the kids got to be older, I was like, okay, what am I going to do next? You know, how am I going to get out there? And to be honest, I needed to make a little bit of extra money. Four kids is expensive. So you know, <laughs> that, that motivated me as well. But the beauty industry was something I was always involved in just as a young kid 
around with my mom, was worked in a salon. So it was just always part of my upbringing. So lashes were fairly new. I started doing lashes back in 2012. Mm-hmm. And when the concept, it was very expensive back then, and there weren't a lot of places doing it. And there really wasn't anybody dedicated to doing that. It was more of an add-on service mm-hmm. inside yeah. of a salon. So I saw I saw a gap in the industry there. I couldn't get the service done myself, and I really couldn't afford it either. It wasn't like permanent. It was more semi-permanent. So I decided to go and, and do training and try to offer the service. My idea was to just to go to back to work part-time wasn't to start a brand or a franchise or or any of that. It was just to go and offer the service. And quickly, my clientele grew bigger than I was. Mm. And I realized that it wasn't just about money at that point. It was more of a passion. I love the instant gratification that it was giving women. I love the compliments that they were coming back. Mm -hmm. And I found myself looking forward to them coming back as much as they were looking forward to coming back to get their lashes done. So I realized like we were changing lives. It wasn't just lashes. It was Mm -hmm. really so much more. So then that led me to like, okay, how can I do more of this? Mm -hmm. I'm one person. So I started to train. I was originally just renting a one room salon and we went out to see if it could be a service all on its own in the brick and mortar. Again, we're talking 10 years ago when it was new and it proved to be successful. So we quickly opened up three more studios in Pittsburgh and we would love to open up more across the country because we love what we were doing so much. And I say we, because my husband then got involved in what I was doing and helping me with all the systems in place and all the, the stuff on the back end while I was more of the face doing lashes and hiring and training. So yeah, that's kind of how that all started when we decided um, the easiest way to grow w- was to look at franchising and to be able to, we had this playbook that we've learned over the last, so the first five years was a lot about learning the industry, learning how to run a business, all the pain points that it takes in doing that. And then the last five years was about growing the franchise and helping other business owners have the same passion that we do that want to do something like this, but just need a little bit of help doing it. And that's what Decalash does. Yeah. It's so giving them know, a turnkey solution, right? Something that they yeah. can just hop in. You've worked out the systems, you have the products, you have all the things for them. So they don't have to recreate the wheel. Reinvent the wheel. Yes. Yeah. So we, we do, we give a lot of support, not only on the business aspect, but on the lash artist background too. So we focused on the whole business model. So here we are 10 years later, we just celebrated 10 years at our convention from the conception of doing lashes myself and then franchising. So going from four stores, studios, we call them in Pittsburgh to around 130 open studios now. Congratulations. That's quite an accomplishment. That's not easy, especially because there's not a lot in the beauty space of franchising, right? Even in the hair world, there's not hundreds. Like you go to fast food and there's like thousands of, then you go into hair. And I remember when we first were in lashes, because we've been here forever. And I remember looking around and and this was like 15 years ago. And I remember looking, going, ah, there's no one franchise. I know, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. Lashes are a, a very specific skill. And then I said, well, what's hair doing? I'm like, actually, you know what? There's not a lot of hair places. I mean, there's quick cuts or super cuts. And there was, what do you call them? Sports cuts, whatever. There's all these cuts. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> Sam's. Yeah, fantastic Sam's. But, you know, there's just a handful, it feels like. No one had really done it. And then you showed up and a couple other people. You guys obviously must be big risk takers. Did you have, like, a guide through this? Or are you guys just... We got our four stores. We kind of worked our systems there. So you know what works in that four. And then you just, do you, do you sign up for school for this stuff? Where do you learn how to build a franchise, I guess? 
I often ask myself that too. Like, <laughs> how did, you know, how did we get here? But no, I mean, prior to this, we did have another business. So starting something wasn't completely new mm-hmm. to us. And that's, I think a lot of that was when I decided to go back to work too. It was like, okay, I knew I wanted something that I was going to enjoy, which beauty is, right? Like you're giving back. But a lot of the learnings really in this business did come just over the years and making mistakes and learning from them. And it wasn't easy. I can tell you, like there was times where we were like, are we doing the right thing? Because when you're opening one store after another, you really don't have time to really benefit any of the money or anything that comes Mm -hmm. out. Everything's just back into rebuilding. So there was a lot of times where it was just like grinding and really Mm -hmm. working hard and just trying to figure things out and like I said, learning from our mistakes and what we did right and then keeping track of all of that so that we don't repeat those moving forward and stick with the good. Can I ask how old your kids were at this time? So 10 years ago, so if we can do the math backwards, I'll start <laughs> with my old, my oldest is 24 now. So two girls first, two boys. I have 24, 22, soon to be 17 and 13. I thought you were going to say, yeah, they're 10 now. So they were like five <laughs> yeah. years old. I mean, oh my gosh, you look fantastic. Yeah. But don't get <laughs> well, to see the video here. <laughs> but I, I know, but you just oh, got to take yeah. my word for it. You know, with the lashes. No, yeah. but my, the deck is actually named after my two daughters too. So Demi and Carly are their names. Aww. So that's where the D-E and the K-A comes in, um, you know, to, to put in. So as we were starting all of this, we had actually started off with another name, but when we went to grow and franchise, we had to come up with something that was a little more unique. My name was generic Lash mm-hmm. Spa Studio. So we wanted to stand out. So we just put, we thought family, that's what this is all about. And we're growing our family outside of here. So it just seemed to be a good fit to that's add true. our daughter's names into yeah, it. I've, yeah, I've seen a couple of brands do that now. So I think it's a, it's a trend. That's <laughs> smart, <laughs> but that's really cute. So for you guys, building this has obviously been a learning process. It's not something that you or just come out, how do you build a franchise? Do, with franchises, this is so people understand franchising because maybe this is the first time they've ever heard about franchises. Maybe they've never really looked into it. They have assumptions they made. Maybe you can share a little bit. What are some things people don't understand about franchising or we may explain what is a franchise and maybe what are some misconceptions people have of franchises? Sure. So just to go back to what I said before, franchises are really for entrepreneurs, people who want to own their own business, but just need a little bit of help doing it. Mm-hmm. They could be people from the corporate world. These are some of the people that we have in our system now who are looking to be part of their community, make a difference, do something different. And that's what I think a mis- misconception about franchising is, is it's they look at it as a big organization when really these are independently owned businesses within their community. And they bought this into this business for a reason. We start with our core values, which are very strong to us about giving back to the community, empowering women. And when we we actually vet people before we allow them to be a business owner and all franchises do that, there has to be a connection with the business that you're owning. It's huge because without that passion and that understanding of what you're really doing, you're not going to be successful. So that's what people I think they have to realize is it's most of these people, it's they are buying a franchise, but they're really buying a business that they're passionate about and being part of their community. So when you look at a franchise, there's different types, right? There are ones that are all corporate owned, but there's other ones that are owned by business people. And they want to do that because they really believe in what they're doing. So it's for us, like I said, it's empowering women, it's employing lash artists, it's giving them a safe place to go to work. It's being able to lead and inspire a team, build that good culture, allow them to make a, a 
good wage, continue in education, what we provide as, as Decalash with the Lash Artists and a career path. So we have different levels of being a Lash Artist Manager, Trainer, Corporate Trainer, Master Lash Artist, and they understand all of that. We make it very clear before coming to join our team and our family that these are the things that are important to us. And if they're important to you, then let's take the next step further and see if it's a match. What I think is great here is we tend to only think in our lash industry, I feel like, okay, you're going to be a lash artist, then you'll be a trainer or a product line. That's the spectrum of what there is out there. And what's great with you guys is there's actually other opportunities because you guys are a bigger corporation, your organization, and you can start as a lash artist and it sounds like you can grow and find other pathways in the company and move into other departments. But maybe lashing isn't your favorite thing. You really get into social media or marketing or you really like sales and you realize that's really what I'm passionate about. So it sounds like you're saying in this, your company, there's those type of opportunities, correct? Correct. Yeah, there are. The benefit, I think, for somebody who's been in the business for a while, like a lash artist, is that they know the business and they know the pain points. They might not have like the understanding of how to structure the business, which is where partnership with a franchise comes in, because in some ways that's already been done for them. And there's already like a turnkey model for them. When I say turnkey, what I mean is that all you have to do is turn the key in the door and and everything's magically set up. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just curious, do you have owners that have bought franchises that have come from the lashing background? Yeah. And that's so exciting to me. And that's like, that's what empowers what we're doing and showing that like we're on the right path because we have lash artists who now own DECA Studios We have clients who love the service so much and love what they were seeing inside the studio become owners. And then even within the system, so we have lash artists. So, you know, I mentioned we have the 130 locations, but we're finding that a lash artist, let's, I'm going to use Pittsburgh as an example, and Florida because two totally different. They want to leave Pittsburgh and go somewhere warm and move to Florida. They're choosing to still continue to work for another Decalash. So the owner will reach out to the other one and say, I have somebody that's looking, do do you need anybody? So that shows to the culture that we have within the studios that they are still continuing to want to work for a decalage whenever they move. Same thing with our members, because we're a membership base, that members now, if they happen to move, they continue their membership at the next decalage because we have that level of service and that level of consistency. They know they're going to get that same lash style, the same lashes, the same training. So they continue to to do that within the system. So yeah, we see lash artists become owners, clients, and then even continue clients go to other decalashes and lash artists stay employed with decalash. So that's like a nice little ecosystem that we Mm -hmm. have going on too. Yeah. And I think that's one of the big keys of people. If you are looking to do something, replicate it. You have to have that consistency. You have to have systems. There's no way you're going to have two, three, four, five salons one day and everyone just does whatever they want. I remember interviewing people when they'd come into our place and I'd like, so did you get any training? They're like, no, no, no. When I, my last place, I literally got hired and thrown on the floor and I just did lashes my way. And I'm like, wow. So everyone's in that room doing lashes all differently, which would be just like, if you think about a restaurant, going to a restaurant and every cook there decides to cook the hamburger differently. So every yeah. time you go, it's like a mystery box. You don't know what type of food you're going to get. You're just going to, hopefully it'll be good. And, <laughs> yeah. and so it's really important to be realizing if you want to go that route, that systems are great. And that's why I think Deca Lash and the other companies have helped simplify that so that you don't have to invent that they'll give you the training wheels to do that and figure out how to make that work. Another thing I wanted to just highlight, and it's something that we always say, I wish we saw more in the last industry, is mentorship. And I think what's great when you work for a company like yours or other salons where you have people who've been in this industry who've been doing this, 
you can learn from them. They're and, like guides that have have been there. The road, they yeah. they've further steps down the road and they can help you watch out for pitfalls. Cuz I think we have too many times people now because of Instagram and and everything you you literally take your 2-day training and then you open up your business and you start doing lashes solo and you're like you've never even worked in a salon you don't even know how to do customer service you don't know how to check out a client you don't know how to deal with problems and conflict and all these things and that stuff is learned when you work in a community like a salon, like DECA. So I, I, I always want to give a shout out to anyone, like you guys or other salon owners who are doing that because I think we don't appreciate our salon owners enough. I think That's they are right. the unsung heroes of our they industry. They are the unsung heroes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, and that training that you're referring to was, that's basically what I had when I first went. And, I, and they're like, okay, you can do lashes. I'm like, I can't. I don't think so. Like, I'm not ready. No. So I was able to convince so many friends and families to like lie down on my couch and practice before I would actually go in. But our training program is is definitely more intense than two days. And then, yeah. then we just have the support there continue. So, but no, I, I know yeah. what you mean. Now, are you guys with 130, are you in every state in the United States or are you in certain regions in the United States? Yeah, we're in 30 different states. Okay. So wow. yeah, so we're spread out, but yeah, not in every state. Yeah. Are, are you more East Coast? Is you guys are East Coast? Are you, you lean that way more than West Coast? Or yeah, we're a little heavier, so we're probably about two thirds on the East Coast, and then Central, and then West Coast. But we are heavier yeah. on the on the East Coast. Yeah. Have you been to every store? By the way, 130 stores is a lot of stores to go to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I yeah, haven't. I didn't think uh, so. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I definitely like to go to the store. I mean, that's my happy place is being yeah. inside the studio with that's, that's where it all started for me. And I still love being in there and just listening to all the oohs and the ahs and the, and the, all the good things that go on. But I try to go to the grand openings. Of course, mm-hmm. things have changed with travel, but we're getting back out there. Like I said, we just had our, our convention this weekend oh, wow. and we, we had 175 attendees, I think wow. Ian, Hurricane Ian kind of messed us oh, up a little bit. Oh, yeah. So we were short about 45 people, but all of our, it was to our whole entire stu- system. And now we, initially, this is our third one. We took two years off. The first two years, it was just focused around owners. But this last year, we invited lash artists and managers and trainers to the conference as well, convention. So it was nice to have them there and to be able, we had a whole track for them to go through as well as owners, like different, different pieces. So it was nice to have everybody, but I try to visit as much as I can. That's very cool. I didn't know you guys had your own conference. That's really awesome. And that you, my pain. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot of work and to pull it off and to do. So that's really cool to see you guys doing that. And hopefully we'll see more people doing that. Cause I think we need, I think that connection that you get from these things and that encouragement and the learning is so important. I I know that LashCon can't serve everyone. So we, it's great to see other people doing the same thing. It inspires you, right? Like when you're, when you leave those things, you're ready to like hit the ground running again. So they're great for that. And team building experiences and the the peer to peer experiences, even more than what we can offer. It's when they can talk to each other. That's the real value. Yeah. We're going this weekend to a team-based conference with strategies who was our coaching company for many years when we had salon. And we just can't wait because I know even though we're no longer salon owners, it's our tribe. This is our group. This is our family. These are our people. And we can't wait to hang out with them and get inspired. And I know this is going to give me that fire to basically work nonstop between now and LashCon. So we can't wait to go. Yeah, you guys are busy. Yeah, just a little (laughs) bit, just a little bit. So one more thing about DECA and then we'll get into our next thing. But if anyone was interested in 
being part of Decca, like either as an employee or they were thinking, you know what, I would really like, like to, to take mo- that plunge, go out and get a franchise. I would like to look into it. How do they go about this application process? Yeah. So on the website, there's there's options for all of the above that you just mentioned. So if you go to the Decalash website and uh, click the icon to open up, then you'll see things about hiring and owning your own studio. You'll be able to find all the locations on there. So all the information you need is right on, on our main website. Cool. And is there a huge capital expense to start? Is it where people usually get loans when they get started? Like they'll need to go get a loan because it, I don't know what your buy-in is, but I'm sure it's not like 10 bucks. <laughs> no, do, do, do you want to know? The, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to know. Yeah. Our listeners would love to. Yeah. yeah, roughly all in with your build-out costs and some extra capital to that you need to Got sustain float, for the yeah. first couple of months. Yeah, you're looking at about two hundred and twenty to $270,000. Okay. and All your FF&E, all your back bar products, your retail products. Yeah, everything. That's mm-hmm. all in. That's impressive. That's a lot of money. <laughs> it's like buying a house. <laughs> I mean, not in California. Yeah. That's a, that's a small, small shed in California. Well, <laughs> if you look at it, it's kind of like a money machine. You have to put the energy in, but it is a system. It is a machine that will can earn you an income. Yeah, no, it's like anything. It takes money to make money. Do most people get loans or do you find everyone's just self-made millionaires and they can pay 270 and put in no big deal? It's a mixture of both. So they get they have loans or it's their 401k, some kind of that they've been building up Investment, to put in yeah. put into something that is going to like like you said, like it's it's going to turnkey business that's going to be able to make your money back and then some. And the studio is very thoughtfully laid out. So I helped design it as a lash artist. So mm-hmm. not only is it geared towards clients, but it's really geared towards the lash artists mm-hmm. too. So we have the proprietary beds, we have the open space. I never liked being in a room by myself. I'm too, like, I'm outgoing. And most people I think in the industry are, they're like, they're talkers and they want to be involved. So we have an open concept, but it's branded very well. So when people come in, they feel like they're coming to somebody that specializes in something. So things are very thoughtfully planned out for the design. It all leads to like, we are the experts in eyelashes in the, in the eye area. So so cool. cool. Well, yeah, no, so it's definitely, there is a, a cost, but like anything, if you do it right, and the nice thing is you guys are leading the way, it's not a gamble like you just spending $250,000 on hoping something works out. You already have a, a proven pathway of 130 other stores that are doing this. So there's a lot of knowledge and wisdom that I'm sure you guys pass down that helps make their lives better. So it's yeah, a, it a, is. Yeah. But you know, I, I do like to say, I mean, and you guys know this, it's not like you're just going to light the sign above the the door and people are going to come in. Like there yeah. is it's hustle. Your work to be done and marketing and getting your, I'm, I'm big clients. and getting the word out there that you're there and what you do and why you're there. And so. So speaking about getting the word out, there is another project that you guys are involved with in getting the word out and it's charity work. And I, I would love to invite you to talk a little bit about this yeah because we basically as i was when you approached me i I remember us with our salon back in the day we're like well we originally didn't have anything we were we have charity stuff that we do personally but the company last integrity last we didn't do anything and it wasn't until salon today was doing a competition for business is, and they had all sorts of categories, technology customer service and then they had philanthropy or or charity work and i was like 
we don't do anything. I can't apply for that category. I'm like, we suck. And, uh, we, it just never dawned on us. never dawned on us. As a company, we do stuff personally, but I never thought as a company we could do something. So it changed, and we actually just started moving in that direction and started doing stuff with our business to help give back. So that I know that's one of the things why you reached out to me. Is like, this, you have a passion for this organization called One Love, and I thought it'd be great to unpack a little bit who they mm. are and why you, you got involved and kind of the benefits and what's done for you and your company. Yeah, well, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk a little bit about it because it is a really big passion of ours at, at Deca Lash. It started off, we have this captive audience. Right now, we have a, over 600 lash artists in the organization, 30 plus corporate employees, and then another 100 and I think 35 owners. And when it, it's more than that because if you're a husband and a wife team, mm-hmm. then we it's one. So yeah. 130 by that. But I mean, there's a lot of people in the system and we had looked at different organizations to be part of, but something happened in the studio. We had heard about One Love and we were looking at a couple other ones, but in my studio that I, I still own two studios too. I forgot to mention that, but in my, in my one studio, we had a client who, she was a regular, you call them the regulars, and she was married to a doctor, doctor's wife, seemed everything was fine, happy life, kids were all in either law school or med school, and she ended up dying in a domestic suicide murder piece where he, the husband and had murdered her and then committed suicide himself. And it really brought us back to One Love, which was is a nonprofit organization who was founded from a family. The Love is the, is the last name, but Yardley was her name. And she fell to domestic violence herself at the young age of just 22. And although they were able to, to convict the boyfriend who had done that, they really found a mission of like, what else can I do to help prevent this? How can we help other young people find and notice the signs of what a healthy and unhealthy relationship is to try to prevent something like this happening? So when we had heard about the organization and then had that incident happen inside the studio, it's like, okay, this is something that we can get behind. We employ many, many young women. And if we could get Get that opportunity to get in front of them and teach them these signs of how to both notice the signs and also how to be and be a good person in a relationship that we can start to make a difference out there in the world and hopefully prevent something like this from happening to them. And then they, in return, their moms, their families, they can teach their children. And we just thought it was a way that we could get out and try to start making the world a better place, even if it's on a small scale in our own communities and our own lash artists, that hopefully that would have a bigger impact overall. I mean, I noticed when we had our salon, I mean, we almost felt like it was like a nonprofit or a ministry. I mean, we were helping women. There was counseling going on. There's therapy going on. There was so much our team was pouring so much into them and they're hearing the stories, right? They're hearing what's going on. And so it sounds like for you, obviously you guys were doing the same thing. And this sounds like this organization, does it help to train team members like on what to do or how to help or, or what red flags to look for when you're, you're, you're taking care of a client or even like in their teammate, maybe you see in their teammate and there's something going on and there's red flags where you feel like, okay, I really feel like I can't just keep watching this happen because I don't want to see another person end up being murdered when there were people who knew there was problems, right? And they just ignored it because it was uncomfortable. Yeah. 
And it's true because we are the trusted ear for a lot of our clients and we build our own friendships with fellow employees when you go to work and you become close to them. So it does, it really, what they do is it really helps you identify what those they list them out as, as the 10 factors of what but this is healthy, 10 reasons this is healthy, and 10 reasons this is not. And they do a lot through film-based and peer-to-peer listening. So DECA in 2021 and in 22, we held nationwide through all of our studios training platform. And it was really nice to see because we did it through Zoom and we offer different times for different time zones. But we got on as a team. So you could sign up for whatever you want, but we saw 60, 70 lash artists all on at once. And we could all see our little pictures while One Love held their training. And it really brought us together as a team. So not only in your own studio, but it showed that you were part of something nationwide because there were other deca lashes, the other lash artists from around the country on this same training. It's not only to again, to to be able to listen for when the clients have those signs and and they're listening to you, but just even for yourself as a person to identify if you're in that healthy relationship and there's things that you can do. And we, every, all relationships have its ups and downs. So it's not like, oh my gosh, like you got in a fight and you're, you should be your one love and you're in trouble. So it's real life examples and it's really done well. And I, I really commend them for their training and the way that they've laid everything out. So so for as someone that's interested in being involved, what they're going to offer you, if you're, let's say, a salon or you can bring your team and they'll do trainings. Now, do they do tra- now because you're a bigger company, maybe they did one for all of you. Would you join a, a group training or will they come in and just do trainings just for your salon? So th- they do both. They have okay. a whole line, a online piece where you can watch videos and do stuff just as an individual mm-hmm. that you don't really need to do it as a team. And they offer courses, like if you want to become an educator and help spread the word there's also they have that track too and then they do these team events where they come on and speak as a team so mm-hmm. that's the way we wanted to go but once those workshops are over individuals can go and continue through one love on their own to be able to continue educating themselves on yeah. on different things yeah is that offered for like a, a tuition fee? Is there, is it like a cost I guess involved. yeah what was the cost for that kind of training and who is able to take it? There's no cost. I mean, they do take donations. It is nonprofit and that's, and DECA does, we make donations back so that they're able to continue their film-based workshops that they offer and to continue to build those more arsenals on their, on their website to help people. Wow. That's what an amazing benefit. Yeah, that's great. And I think what's cool is it's a sound, well, you can tell me, I'm guessing this has helped your team to have something more to do than just make money, right? They're feeling equipped that they can now better care for people and listen and help people who are in distress and do something a little bit more than just give lashes, right? They're really there to do something special. Yeah. After holding the events, we had numerous texts and emails thanking us. We have people in the system that has been in a relationship that is so thankful that we're getting in front of this and being able to help others to avoid what they've gone through. So And again, we employ mostly women. Statistics say that one in three women will be involved in an unhealthy relationship at some Mm. point in their life. So I didn't know that. I mean, I know it's bad, but that's even worse than I I thought. And it's good. I mean, it's great that you guys are stepping in the gap and being able to provide that. And I guess one of the things I was excited about this and bringing this into the discussion is that everyone has their own passion. Everyone has their things. A lot of times the things that you 
get involved in this because in your own life, you were shaped by certain things. So obviously you guys had an experience in your salon that really got your guys' attention. So anyone listening, we, we just want to say that it, maybe this isn't your thing. Maybe you, your, your big thing is you pets or animals or, or homeless or, or, or cancer. You, you find your thing, but I think the takeaway hopefully is the, is to do something, not just continuing to focus on making the money. But I think as we grow and benefit, we need to give back and find ways to use the influence and the success that we have for good. For you guys, what kind of benefits have you seen as a team? Like, how do you feel like it's helped you as a community of, of companies, I guess? Because obviously you're, you're one company, but you're also 130 companies. So it's like, what, what kind of benefits have you seen from being involved in this as a team? Well, arguably, relationships are probably the most important things in our lives. And it's one thing that you really don't get a lot of teaching on or education on as, as, a, as a young person. And I mean, you're, you're around relationships, but you don't really get that education. And in our business, really, it's all about relationships. What It's with our, our clients. I mean, we're building those core relationships. And then for us as a company, it's about building relationships with our other owners and sharing that. So that's the message here is just continuing to be able to build those relationships, build the healthy relationships, and really be able to rally around that message. And when everybody can come together and do it as a team and you feel part of a team, then you feel like you're making a bigger difference. So I think that's the benefit that that we've gotten is, and, and I agree like what you said before too, it's, you have to find something that's close to your company's heart, something that's close to your heart when you're doing this. And something that I think that you can give back to not just once a month or every once in a while, like this is something continually that we, we can give back to on a, on a continual basis. So literature that you have is something more that you can do inside this, the studio. And we like, we have co-branded shirts that we wear with one love and Decalash that oh, we're promoting that inside the studio too. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So I would, I would think that we've been able to come together as a team. And when you're part of a team that, that makes things feel stronger. When you were looking to do this, did, was One Love the first choice and the only choice? Or were you kind of soul searching going, okay, we should be doing something, but what? I don't know yet. Where do I go? Which organization? Did you have a, a journey where you're looking during this time? We did. And we had many conversations with other organizations and just trying to find the right one to get behind. As we have a what we call a FAC inside of DECA, so it's our franchise advisory council. And it's on our council, they were like, but we want something that's, I think Jennifer needs to have something that she feels really passionate about too. Mm -hmm. And come to us with some of those, because being the owner, the CEO of the company, it's, you want something that I I can get behind and, and have everybody else behind. So that was the main goal was something that was passionate to myself and then could be relatable to everybody in the company. So that's when we felt with one love and then the tragedy that happened within my own studio. And yeah. as a young woman, I made mistakes myself and found myself in relationships that weren't, weren't healthy as a teenager. And my mom was so worried <laughs> that I was not going to mm-hmm. be able to make the right decisions. And I have two daughters, but that's important to me. So yeah, it's a wonderful cause and it's really good to offer an opportunity to partner and to have people be a part of something that's a little bit bigger than themselves. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, I think it's great. And I hope if you haven't done it yet, if you're listening right now and go, yeah, I'm just busy hustling. If you haven't, man, I think finding an organization or a group like this would be really cool. Especially, I mean, I think because we do work with women, 
I think it's it's a very natural partnership. Sounds like one love sounds. I mean, I, I read a little bit about them. They sound wonderful, and they do a lot of good. And I, I love I, the I, training I, and the, yeah. the, the, those resources that are available for free. That's yeah. just amazing. And I think that's yeah. something more people probably feel like they need that type of information because they're lash artists. You really are a therapist, and you probably are at times <laughs> hearing stories, and you're like, I don't know what to do. I at don't this know point. how to support this person. <laughs> how will I help her? So yes, yeah. That's really cool. I agree. Well, anyhow, before we get going here, I just thought we should have let people find where they can find you, where you're, I'm, I'm guessing they can probably type Deca Lash and it'll pop up. But in case they can't do that, maybe you can tell them where, what Instagram and social and websites and all that stuff. Yeah. So we're on all of the relevant platforms from the Instagram to Facebook and LinkedIn. So any one of those places and you can reach out to anybody in the in the company, reach out to me personally as well. My information's on there too. And yeah, we're here to answer any questions anybody has. Are you dancing on TikTok yourself yet? <laughs> no, but we definitely have plenty of good, uh, okay. good content out there. I love when I see the lash artists and we have so many that are so good on social media and I'm always liking their their posts or reaching out to them individually. Yeah. Be like, you killed it. Awesome. Rock. They're, they're yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I just want to be real clear that DECA is spelled D-E-K-A. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not D-E-C-C-A or yeah. other ways. Yeah. Deca. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Make sure yeah. that people get that right. Well, another place you can see them is we're actually excited to have you join us at LashCon. Um, this will probably be after LashCon. Yes. So you will have met her and then you get to hear the interview later. But that said, we're really excited to have Deca join us this year and be part of our LashCon family. I cannot wait to meet you guys in person. I love what you're doing and, and I love to be able to support the industry and be there. So Thank you for having me on the podcast and thank you for having LashCon and, and having us all be able to participate in something like that. It's it's going to be fun. I can't wait. I just think it's, it's such a nice move for you guys to be there because to have a national brand and to be part of that, to connect and so people get to know your brand and hopefully for those who are looking for a home, maybe even find a place where they can go find a, a family because I think we, we've heard some of our former team members who worked with us when they've been working solo after years of working solo it gets gets lonely and it's lonely yeah. Work alone yeah. in a room yeah and so there's this <laughs> nice thing about working with a team and being in a community where you encourage each other you build something together you work together so there can be people we always hired people who had already worked out in the world and then they said no i got tired of that and i decided i would rather work on a team and that was always kind of a nice thing for us and i always found that they appreciate it a little bit more too so hopefully if you are looking they have 130 locations so they probably have something near you <laughs> so anyhow <laughs> very cool well thank you so much i appreciate your time Otherwise, we're going to see you real soon in just a few weeks. It's crazy. Right around the corner. Yep. Looking forward to it. All right, guys. That's a wrap. We are done. We are out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And I just want to give a big thank you to all of you out there who referred us to your friends, who've posted, reposted us on Instagram, give us shout-outs, all that stuff. Ask us questions through DMs. It's been amazing. We've seen our numbers more than double this year. And we're going to probably hit 2 million listens early next year total, like the numbers, we're going to be doing a million a year soon, the way it's going. So thank you guys. It means so much that you guys promote us and you support us and help us get the word out so that more people can get this free content. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Can't wait 
to see what 2023 has in store. It's going to be amazing, lots of cool stuff, and hopefully we will see you at one of our many things. We're expanding our, our scope on things. We have a party at Vegas IBS, of course, LashCon in the fall, but we're going to be doing some other things where you come out, whether it's a trainings or some other special, we'll say, activities that we're working on where we can see you throughout the year. And we're also going to be speaking at a few conferences, Lash Boss Conference. We're going to be at Lash Fest in March in the UK, as well as coming here soon at the London Lash Conference. So lots of opportunities to meet us, and we'd love to meet you and hear your story. So anyhow, guys, thank you so much. On behalf of my New Year's baby, Tusney, as well as our special guest, Jennifer, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing, and remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 